Let's just pray. Let's just receive that running to the Father and sister as we're um, preparing to hear about freedom and, and being free and who the Son has set free is free indeed. And Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that we don't just have to run from things or, or get away from things, but we have a place to run to. Lord, I just thank you. Thank you for, for you releasing hearts and, and releasing mentalities and minds from, from guilt and shame that's been locked up for years that return back to hurts or return back to frustration. But I believe that today, who the Son has set free is free indeed. I, I believe that there's going to be an unlocking. There's going to be a, a, a prison break from those thoughts and those mindsets and, and, and even expecting the worst to happen because of maybe something that happened in the past. I, I believe by the authority of God that you are free from that in the name of Jesus. We are free from, from having to have an expectation because of the way I lived and what I used to be before Christ, I somehow have to pay for that. No, that is a lie. You are free to move forward. You're free to forgive. This is my heart needs a surgeon. Lord, thank you. Thank you for operating on my heart. I don't understand how I can still be upset, mad, hurt, or broken. But in the name of Jesus, I believe I'm walking out of this sentence right now. I'm no longer going to be serving the sentence of a hurt, a pain, of what what been blamed, whatever it may be. I am free. And I thank you, Jesus, that I, I, I want to walk in that and receive that with all of my heart, soul, mind, and body. And as difficult it is at times to be free, you know, we can say it, but sometimes it's difficult to be it. I want just, just to have a heart and expectation to walk and practice that each and every day. Just, just begin to thank God. I don't owe a sin. I don't owe a past act. I don't owe. I am free. I am completely free. God has paid all of my debts. He's forgiven me. And I am absolutely and completely free, Lord. Thank you, Lord. As, as you just begin, just, and so, so you again, and just keep praying. Just, I just want you kind of like, I really want to get a hold of this. We may not even need to preach a sermon. But, but I need for you to just, with your eyes shut, just begin to, to see yourself walking out of, 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 of prisons of fear. Uh, prisons of doubt, prisons of uh, I'm a bad, uh, you know, maybe a parent or whatever, prison of bad spouse, whatever. May, I, I, just, I just need you to begin to start to let the vision of God begin, the spirit of God begin to take over you and begin to release you and see yourself absolutely free. And therefore, whenever someone brings up the past, you know, that's not, that's got nothing to do with you anymore. That's got nothing to do with who you are today because God has set you completely and totally free. And Lord God, I just thank you. I thank you, Lord. I'm free to serve, free to serve God. And, and, and listen, when you're in bondage and you're enslaved to something, the one thing you're incapable of doing is serving the things you desire to serve. A drug addict may want to love their kids and may want to do all they can, but because of the addiction, they're not free to serve. Lord, I thank you for our freedom to run to you. That Lord, I don't want to make decisions and call them freedom that, that runs me away from you or looks like it's going in the opposite direction. I am free to run to you, Lord God into the arms of the Father, into the arms of hope, into the arms of peace. I am now free. There was a day that I couldn't even change the way I thought. 
There was a day that I couldn't even change my mentality. I could sit there all day and, and beg, I'm not going to think this way, I'm not going to act this way, and boom, I would act that way. But now, God, I thank you, Lord, that you are rearranging, especially my mind, according to Ephesians 4 and 23, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. If your mind wasn't valuable, if your mind wasn't something that God is saying is, is, is the, one of the greatest things you have, he would not have you renew it. But he has us renewing our minds, and we thank him for it. Lord, we thank you, and, and we lift up our, our loved ones and, and family members. Lift up Brad and Edna, and thank you continue healing their hearts as, as one of their uh, animals are, are just slowly passing away. We just pray healing over them and, and bring comfort to them. Pray for my brother Steve. Uh, he, we just call his mind into quality decisions about his health and, and listening to doctors and doing what he know he needs to do. Uh, we thank you for the Erties, the grandparents, and we just thank you for healing uh, through Ms. Barbara and, 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 and the granddad. We just thank you for completely touching their bodies from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. These seizures will stop in Jesus' name and that our mind will be aligned up with just complete and total health and peace. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We received that to get together this morning and, and just bless. Father, I just want to say a special prayer of our children, and we just thank you for them, the, those in college, those in schools, high schools, middle school, wherever they are. I just thank you, Lord, as spring break is approaching. I thank you for, for the healing and peace and protection of God over them, Lord, that they are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. And they're blessed going in, blessed going out. Everything they put their hands to do, it shall prosper. We thank you, Father, according to uh, Daniel 10 and 12. You've heard us as we prayed the first time. In Jesus' name, everybody can say amen. Amen. You guys may be, but we got it anyway. Yes. Amen. You guys repeat after me. Uh, you got a Bible? You can use my phone. It has a Bible on it. All right. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I can be what it says I can be. And I can do what the Word says I can do. It's a living seed of God living in me, and I'll never be the same. Never, never, never will I be the same. God increase, pastor decrease. Give me ears to hear what God has to say. I'm going to walk with power. Not let the loss get left. Amen. You guys may be seated. Um, is this yours? It looks like your shade of lipstick on there. Actually, I don't even know what shade that is. All right. So, so we're going to go free to serve Jesus. Uh, God's name is not uh, was, it is I am. And so he's not your past. He is, he is the present and, and always will be right in the midst of our lives. So we'll jump on that. In John chapter 8, verse 34 through 36, Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whosoever, cometh, whoever, whosoever committeth sin is servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free in deed, right? I, I love freedom, and I, I think about it just because even some of the issues I got even going on in my own personal families of, of just, you know, people that have given themselves over to chemicals, and, 
And you can, you can, you, you guys have seen where an, an, an addict, if you've ever met someone who's just addicted and they, they're trying to get off, right? But they're not free to obey what they want to do. They're not free to obey what they really want for their life because if you've uh, ever been uh, caught up in any form of that, that thing begins to tell you what to do. That thing begins to, to tell you what to do. So if, if you were watching today's video, uh, at this point, the background of it is, you know, chains breaking, right? Who the son has set free is, is, is free indeed. And, and your addiction doesn't have to necessarily be drugs or alcohol. Sometimes you can be addicted to anger. Frustrate. I was an I was an anger addict. I was hooked. Like at, at a very young age, I was hooked on anger. It made sense to me. Get getting in trouble, getting licks before uh, school start. That made sense to me. That's the way you're supposed to do it. You you go get you go to the office. Go ahead and get this out the way. We know it's gonna happen. So I used to go to the office every day in elementary and get licks every day. Every day, this, I, was, I was great. It's great. It's wonderful. Day couldn't even get going until I got them licks in. Okay, couldn't get going. They were like, especially the first grade, it just was like, going on, just, just not going to learn. Until the, the principal just knew I was coming. And no matter what, I could sit in, and as long as they didn't call my mom, they'd have to keep doing this over and over again. All they had to do was make one phone call. If she had to leave one of those two jobs, the freedom to get these licks would have changed. Because whatever she would have done in that office uh, would have changed all that. And, and then again, like, again, calling on the right thing. What, whatever we are caught up in. Sometimes we go with the obvious with drugs, alcohol, whatever it is. And, and sometimes, I mean, obviously it was addiction. But you can be addicted to hate. You can be addicted to bitterness. You can be addicted to, to failing. We, we've been doing a thing with, with a lot of students on uh, positive self-talk. What do you say good about yourself? This is a struggle. Who did it with some teachers? Teachers struggle to say something good about themselves. And right now, we, we need them to be able to have that conversation that you are a blessing, like you are, well, the college don't say blessing. You are intelligent. You are doing a good job. You are meeting needs, all right? Because the worst thing to do is be here and feel like you don't matter. So God saved us to be free for obedience. He, he freed us to obey him. He freed us so we could obey him. And that's why I always make the analogy, especially when someone's addicted to drugs or something, they're not free to obey what they want to do because that thing calls them. That thing tells them, this is what you're going to spend your money on. This is what you're going to spend your time on. This is how you're going to spend your money. This is how you're going to spend your time. And no matter what, and even they can want to, they can want to be able to, they can want to pay their bills. They can want to, but they're not free to, right? And that, there's a difference to, to just wanting to. Yes, you can want to, but if you're not free to, all your want to won't matter. All right? We can even go into wanting to be healthy, eating better. Right? Is there something about the fact of am I released to obey? And that's what Jesus did. He released us so that we could live unto him. All right? Is there some things that, that you couldn't stop doing before Christ that once you got to God you can that you did you were able to stop right but it wasn't until you got to God that you first of all you didn't even think it was wrong until you got to God 
So that was your first hurdle was like, oh, this is good. But then it's like stopping. And even once you get to Christ, it takes part of your walk and some of your walk to be able to walk through to understand that freedom is available. So God then God saved us to get away with him, to get to get alone with him, to be near him, to be by him. He didn't save us so we could do things to get away with. Right. I'm saved to obey God. So uh, obviously in, in the world we grew up in, there was a lot of profanity. You use people cussed a lot, right? Anybody grew up around uh, that type of stuff, right? In the homes and stuff. Like, so, so that we thought that was normal. That's how you talk, right? And then one of the hardest things to get rid of is how you talk, right? Even after you've been saved. And it's ill. You have to come to Jesus. And James said, no tongue, this is, this is wild, right? No tongue can be tame without the spirit. All right? You can be in your mind. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to let you draw me in. You're not going to. Uh, no tongue can be tame without the spirit. And if you do not have a spiritual move, you will go toward that way of speaking and acting. You'll go right in that direction. My, my twin and I, we were talking again trying to reach our family and he said it's amazing right that a person don't know their value and he and he used the analogy of a drug dealer and they will sell drugs so they can buy stuff and make themselves look valuable he said it is amazing that they have to be caught and let the police recognize how valuable they are because they lock them up, they take away their freedom, showing them that you're valuable enough, we're going to take you off the streets, that they recognize I was just as good without this stuff. I got this, man, Tony, that's good. Who told you that? <laughs> this is a lot of times we don't recognize our value until we get caught up in something and realize that we were free from the beginning. We didn't even need that. We didn't even need that. I didn't, I didn't even need to even uh, go into all of those things. And so we were created and, and, and when we received Jesus. So we, we belong to God twice, right? God, everything created is from God, right? So he created us. But then when we accepted Christ, he redeemed us, right? I'm created to be here. Now I'm redeemed to be free here, right? Because there's one thing to be created to be here. There's another thing to live free while you're here. I was, I was so cool. I, I, I was like excited about like, so, so I, I was having this mindset, Teresa, after we were all hanging out after church Sunday, thinking all we're missing is some street food. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, we got the juice, you know, have a little mix, a little taco, you know, so like, I remember when I went to Progresso that one time, they, the, I was just eating like I'd lost my mind. It was, it was easy food. I could just grab it, leave the money, grab it. And I was thinking, man, we after church, we sipping on juice, which again, I, I need to move. <laughs> Healthy vegetable juice, not just. And we were just hanging out. We were talking, and we, we, their superintendent is a good friend of mine. And, and just like, I was like, man, how cool. We're almost there to the fellowship, right? Just right there, just some hangout time to be able to talk, just to be able to, just to, be able to wave at one another, you know, whatever it may be, right? And that, there's a freedom there when we be able to express who we are to one another. Because, again, if you're growing up and rough enough, you, you stop trusting people. 
Stop trusting people. Your, your best friends compared to elementary and compared to now is a lot less. I love it. Go to elementary school. I got 45 best friends. Oh, that's going to that's gonna whittle down, little mama. That's going to whittle down. Whittle down. You and that little girl ain't going to be friends after this speech. If I said the way I'm supposed to say it. 45. And as you get older, you realize what a best friend is, right? We understand that's Christ. Those who do the will of God. People that will pray for you. As we talked about yesterday, pray for you because they pray for you. I don't have to let you know my circumstance. You just already standing because of that, right? You, you, that's, a, that's a freedom, right? Genesis chapter 2, verse 15 through 17. Uh, I'm, I'm not even going to read the whole thing because y'all know it. It's when God made Adam, put him in the garden, and said, you could eat of all these trees except for there's freedom in the 90, but there's this one that there's no freedom if you start partaking of that. And he said, you will surely die. And I was, <laughs> as I'm preaching this now, I, I, when I talk to people that are not Christians, I, because God has given me a message, so I'll just use examples and say, uh, talking to the buddy, I said, so if, this, this friend of mine smokes, I said, so if life or death, and you've been smoking since you were 15 years old, right? So this person's been smoking longer than they've been alive, right? That doesn't make sense. Longer than they've not been smoking, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I said, yeah, like, she started at 15, but now, the smoking years done tripled. I, I know, miracle. I, know. <laughs> I fixed it, though, right? I caught it, right? I did catch it, right? Okay, anyway, I said, if you had to quit, because if you didn't quit in six months, you would die, could you? Could you do it? Right? And it got quiet like this. And, and my friend said, I don't want to talk about this. Okay. Just a survey. I'm just taking a poll. Just something I can bring up in church. Thank you for your help. Right? Because then when something has you, right, we think, every, we think everything is so easy because they're pointing at something else. Think everything is so easy. Now, this person eats really healthy, followed by the cigarette, but they eat really healthy they're they're vegan for come on y'all come be honest those of us who is there any vegans in the house wouldn't it be hard wouldn't it be y'all remember fasting y'all remember biscuits is cheering up there you'll be back you'll be back you'll be back we got bread yes we do we got bread and we you gonna get you too like it's it's stuff that's, that's going, like, in there, but, that, like, like, I mean, that's a huge thing that she's able to do one thing but not the other. And God says, I've called you to be able to overcome all things, right? So my goal is to get her to God, not necessarily taking my little poles. Adam and Eve, he says, Adam, eat of any, all the, you are free to these, but you need to be free from that. Because then, if you don't stay free from that, that's going to rob you of all of these. And obviously, we know what happened to them. They ate, and out of the garden they go. Uh, but it's, it's what dies on the inside of us when we give away our freedom. When we give away our freedom to believe in ourselves, and we allow someone to lock us up with their opinion about us. Right? And, and again, as confident as I am, I hate it when people 
say something negative about me or assume they don't like me. I won't let them know. But you know what I mean? Like, I hate that. Like, how can you not like this? Like, really? Like, really? Have you been to a doctor? Like, this is just like, we got chocolate, we got pink, we got tan, we got caramel. Like, how do you not? How do you not? Like, I don't get it. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, I want to examine. God says, let them go. Don't. And I love the Bible verse that says, don't leave your peace with someone. Because then you begin to die when you start to touch things that God never called you to and, and start handling things God didn't call you to. And you're not free to those things. Right? I, I may be old enough to do them, but I'm not free to do them because they'll begin to pull me down. I'll start to die emotionally, mentally. And then ultimately, it, it'll kick out some things in there. So it is about our intimacy with God. So when, when, you, when you look in Genesis, just a little bit of historical facts, and you hear, you see in there where it says, and Adam knew Eve. And Adam, knew, every time he knew her, there was a child. So that K-N-O-W meant they was K-N-O-W, okay? They knowing each other. You get that guy, I know you. Like, if someone comes, I know you. No, you have to stop. Not, not, no. Because Jesus said, I'd rather you, uh, you know, and that's another verse. That's not what he said. He said that, uh, he'll say this, that depart from me. Not everyone who says, Lord, Lord, God, God's going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Right? We never birthed anything that looked like God. That's how God, that's how he knows you. Right? You know, we know our children. They act like us. There's that stuff that's in them. That's, that's, that's mine. That behavior, that, that I know them. I know that, I know that behavior. I, I know that one. I've seen that one before. I played that role in a critically acclaimed part. I got an Oscar, a David and a Jerry. Got all the rewards for that. So no matter how long the stronghold has been in your life, traditional strongholds, family strongholds, family sicknesses, family disease. Jesus said, you're free to me. You don't have to be free to that. You don't have to go back to that. I get what the doctors are saying. No one's taking away their white coat. I'm just talking about the one who's cleansed me like white as wool. That's the one I'm trusting in. I, I get it. I get it that, that, the, that the curses can run, but, but I've been redeemed from the curse of the law. I'm free from that. I do not have to be the drunk or addict that other family, list of family members were. Right? I don't, do not have to be the profanity-laden person that has to cuss just because they woke up. Just because everybody, I'm free to Christ. I'm not free to that. He set me free. And I like, I love, I love the freedom. And it's not to judge them, but it is to let them know there is better. There is a better way. And I, so I'm, I'm not going to hang out at your deal because God has shown me a better way. And I'm going to keep moving toward that. If I sit under the, the <laughs> it's just because Teresa brought it up, the pinata of failures that get slapped and sprinkles out the failure over me, right, then I turn into what I sit under. 
right? I want to sit under Christ's freedom. I don't want to know what I can get away with. I know I'm old enough to do some things. I know there's some places I could go into because I'm old enough, right? But God says you're my child, right? If, if I'm God's child, he's saying you could go in there and die. And like, I went in there and walked out. Not all of you. Not all of you. What did it say that when they're talking about, I'm going to have safe sex. Ain't no condom big enough for your soul. You can get them and go get a jump city. They don't have a big enough wrapper for what you are. So you began to look at what am I free to? I'm free to pray. I'm free to believe. If you've ever been a negative person, a person that doubted, had struggled until they come to Christ. Now I have something to place my faith into. There's some people that can't even be positive no matter what. They're not free to even be positive. We always joked about it. We should put on their tombstone. I expected this. That's what they was looking for. Oh, one day I'm going to die. Okay. Well, here's what we're going to write on there for you. But you get to Christ, and then there's this, there's this, there's this, belief, there's this hope, right? And, 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 and all of us who grew up uh, somewhat poor or kind of poor or really poor, and you knew for a fact there was no way you could go get pizza. There were some days you grew up and you knew pizza wasn't coming. Pizza Hut was just a thing that happened on TV only. You know what I mean? Like it was like Disneyland close to Pizza Hut. Am I girl? Am I, uh, yeah, yeah, right? Pizza Hut. Y'all remember that? My sister went to college, came back with her grant money. And would take us to Pizza Hut. Yeah, freedom. We didn't even know how to sit in a booth. We didn't. We're like, what, what are we supposed to do in here? We're gonna sit on here. We're gonna stand up. What are we gonna do? She said, "Man, sit down and we're gonna eat. We're gonna order pizza." Girl, you know it's the middle of the week. Like, like we lose our freedom because life had been so hopeless. Even though we had hope, we, we thank our God, we thank God for our family and what we had, but we weren't that kind of free. And I know it's pizza. I know, I know what, what we do, pizza, Dama does. Now, pizza ain't nothing. You want pizza? We weren't free to think that way, uh, free to have that way. But once we came to Christ and knowing that he, he gives us all things, then that freedom to have hope came about. Yeah, I mean, think about it. It's hope to have a, a you know, and again, teachers, and when, when you're talking to a kid, think about a kid who's never had hope, could not even see any possible way things could be better. And they tell them about have a dream, have a goal. And they're going home to, man, I don't even know if I'm going to have some cover. All right? I don't even know if I'm, I don't know where I'm going to share my next now. And so what happens is, the, and, and I've seen this with, 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 especially with elementary kids, they get to a place to where they're not even free to think they can pass their classes. They have to remind them, yeah, you're free to do this. You're free to get here. You're free to be better. You're free. But if we don't unlock them, they'll walk around like, this is the way I'm supposed to behave. This is it. All right? And we'll hear the, the proud family story. Daddy died a heart attack. Uncle died a heart attack. I'm going to die a heart attack. I think I'm going to give me something else to eat. 
because I saw what they were doing. I'm going to do something different. So our freedom releases us to have a better life in Christ. Anytime I'm doing something that I say I'm free to do that takes me away from God or steers me in a different direction, then I'm eating off a tree that's going to cause death. Yeah, I, I just talk to you. So ain't it? So when I was ratting it the other morning, you know, I was like, oh my gosh. Well, it was about then is when you came out, is when you came out. That's when I had that part right, right there. I was like, oh my gosh, that's the one that works. Ooh, that's so good. Thank you for sharing. Look, I had the best wife ever. Romans chapter eight, Romans chapter eight, verse twenty through twenty-two says this: For the creature was made subject to vanity. Not willingly, but by reason of him who had subject the same in hope. Because the creature itself is also, to reach itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. Right? So the whole world, this whole world is, can y'all see our, our whole world is in agony? Like, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's like, think about, think about what this whole world is holding, the hate, the, they, they, there's, there, uh, was talking about in, in China, how they are taking people of color there and imprisoning them because they don't believe and, and taking away their freedoms and taking away, and, and yet no one speaks out about it. Like you couldn't have, it couldn't happen here. You ain't going to pull me up and take me somewhere. Not without everybody knowing about it. I'm going to light the street on fire. I'm going to do something. Everybody going to know, but, but when it's matched up that way. So he's talking about this whole world. The world is aching. The world is in pain. And then what does the world need to see? They need to see freedom. They need to see us walking free. I don't, I don't have to go get something to, to uh, get myself. I don't have to go put uh, alcohol, drugs in my body to feel free from what I'm going through. Right? Because you wake up with the same bondage. Right? If I put that in there, in fact, you will have hugged porcelain over that night that you put too much in your body. So everything God created was good. Everybody say amen. And Adam and Eve, it was all good until Adam and Eve made a choice to not do good. And then they had to be gold. The gate had to be closed. So they, they moved outside of their freedoms and then all of mankind became subject to that decision. They became subject to that decision. They became subject to that death. They became subject to that. And, and, and everything was required that man must die. Before then, man did not have to die. But the decision brought death, right? And it says, if you touch this tree, you shall surely die. They touched the tree. They ate from the tree, but they didn't die. Everything that they represented did. That was to come after them, right, in humanity, right? And so think about when I go in here, am I going to have the same affection for my kids? Am I going to have the same affection for what I believe? Am I going to have the same affection for, for my hopes and my dreams and my person? I believe people have walked into places that God never called them to, and they lost their dreams. Just simple as that, simple as they lost their grind, lost their ability to, to, to work on who they are. And that's one of the things I was, I was uh, saying about Sean. Don't, 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 don't go into no place that's going to try to scratch you off. 
right? I hate to even think about that as lotto. Sometimes we just get scratched off. And that number ain't up. That ain't the number I wanted. Give me another number. Let me go buy another ticket. We keep purchasing tickets when God has already labeled us as a winner that we're trying to match some other number. Brought you, so what have I brought you today? I brought you chocolate, the lotto. We're going to make it full circle. Romans 6.23, youth group verse, the wages of sin is death. <laughs> you can preach that like, ha-ha. Had I been in a wrestling when we were doing that, that's what I would have wore, WW death. <laughs> so wages of sin, I know that verse my heart, wages of sin is death. And the reason why I would do that, because I would see so many great people, my, my neighbor, Mr. Bagley, great guy for, for, for Monday through Thursday. But when he got that oil in him, on Friday, he'd take his truck and we'd play football in the streets because everywhere didn't have grass. And he would drive his truck in our neighborhood 90 miles an hour. He'd get drunk. He'd cuss. He'd take off his shirt in the front yard, just standing there. I hate all. You know, just as far as I can go with his speech. It was the same one. He would cuss out everybody Friday, Saturday. Sunday, he wakes up about 4.30. He'd go fix people's cars. He was the nicest. He was the weightier matter. He was the sweetest man at work. He, but that thing, that thing, he could have hit one of us. He could have gotten put over for drunk driving. It, that thing, he, he would turn. And, and God is like, you're subject to that because you're not free to me. Right? And free to Christ means I'm free to believe. God, I'm going to believe you freely. I'm not going to let anything stop me. I turn myself. I surrender to you. Here I am, Lord. Take this. Here's what you got. So the wages of sin is death. And our advantage with Christ is that we don't have to earn any wages. Isn't that good that you don't have to earn anything once you come to Christ? You couldn't earn it anyway, but I don't have to earn anything. So that means I ain't got to bet on nothing. I ain't got to bet on what God's going to complete in me. He's faithful. He's going to finish it, right? I don't have to earn any wages from this world because Jesus paid for my freedom in full. I don't have to earn it. Well, if you get to this point, you'll be free from this and this. I'm already free from that. I'm free in Christ. I'm free to do what God has called me to do. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. That is not it. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 21 through 23. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? All things are lawful for me. That means legally I can do them. But all things are not expedient. means they're not beneficial. All things are lawful for me, but all things don't edify. Right? All things are lawful. Favorite plates. Uh, anybody ever ate at the, uh, anybody ever drink the cup of devils? Yeah, you didn't call it that. <laughs> you, didn't, you ever sat at the table of devils? Maybe you called them friends. Coworkers. <laughs> Maybe. I know some of y'all are trying to like, oh, I've never been at the table of the devil. Eh. Think again. Not only did they make the table, right? They the one poured the drink. 
God says too, like in the scriptures, that I prepared you a table in the presence of your enemies, right? That means that I can be across from you, but I don't have to drink what you drink. I don't have to do what you do. I don't have to take in your information. I don't have to take in your negativity. And that can be a physical drink, but sometimes we drink in what people say about us too much. We die from that. We die from that poison of, of drinking that cup of devil and drinking that thing. How can you be, how can you be like that? How can you be just, just uh, how can you only just want to serve God? Huh? Why are you only wanting to, to uh, just honor God? Why, you know, like, we'll get questions too. Like, why do you only want to just listen to worship music? That's, that's boring to me. Well, get freer. I love it in telling God what I can't put into context is how much God loves me. I can't like like that. That blows my mind. Like how much my, my stepfather was the one like we were like, I was like, I don't understand how anyone can't believe in God. When I have a stepfather that shows up and marries my mom with six kids, we don't get it. We still trying to ask, how did your folks go along with this deal? Mama, I met somebody. She got six kids. Come on, y'all. Come on. Christian, come home. Teresa, come on. All them things come walking in, and two of them came out at the same time? I'll grab my Jenny and say, come on, baby. <laughs> like, this big girl. All, all of my dads are big, and I mean, like, tall. Like, they six foot and above. The women. My Aunt Bobby was six five. Looked at her like that till I was 20. And then I said, you sit down. Let me, that way I don't have to look up. Her mind, who brings home a lady with six kids? Somebody else's things. I mean, like, like to love. So we, we have no excuse, right? We, I, 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 don't, I don't have an excuse. He loved us and he, and he brought us in and, and everyone in his family could have rejected that, could have argued with him. Is you, is you, is you? Not are you? I don't want to get all proper. Is you crazy? And then my mom's mom, who was bitter, didn't even want to even talk to sit in the car for 10 hours, rode all the way down there, didn't talk to nobody. Just, just angry, trying to have herself a bad time. So we know God will take us and deliver us. I know my father isn't better than God. Right? The Bible says you, being evil, know how to give good gifts. How much more does your heavenly Father know how to give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? We were free, though. But that released me, right? Because even as, as small as I was, I couldn't understand why my biological father would leave. This? Times two? You walked away from this? Well, then someone came in and saw the goodness and the gift of God. Right? I, I, you're free. That's what I mean. We're going to spring into it. You're free to see the good in people. You're free to see the gift. Right? And, and even though there's sometimes we're going to be able to mess it up, but we've got to understand we've got to be free. Got free to be loved, free to receive love, free to give love. Be able to be free to do all that. So the children of Israel did the same thing. They get delivered. They were slaves for 400 years. Moses takes them out. They get out there on the way out because the Pharaoh is coming after them. By the way, Pharaoh didn't, have, didn't start coming after them until they stopped moving. And they needed that enemy to be released or they would have stayed just outside of what they were in, caught up into. And once Pharaoh came out, they said, we got to move. And if they hadn't moved, they wouldn't have seen the miracle. They wouldn't have seen the water open. They wouldn't have seen the parting. 
of the Red Sea. As they begin to go out there, then they get mad at Moses and say, oh, you brought us out here because there's no graves in Egypt? Let us go back and be slaves again. Come on, it, it was easier. They didn't have to pick out what they were going to wear. They didn't have to pick out what they were going to do. They knew what they was going to do. They were limited. They knew, like, like folks love not having to think about it. We all do. Picked this outfit except for the pants till I found out some member of my family had already copied the clothing color. But we love having things done or being told what we need to do. And God says, I've made you freer than that. I made you freer. A lot of people struggle being outside of prison because they've been told what to do so long, and it's easier to do what, what someone's been telling me to do. That's what they were saying. So with the, the famous statement, it was easier to get the children of Israel out of Egypt. It was hard to get Egypt out of the children of Israel. It took years to do that. It took years to do that. If you've ever walked away from something that was bad in your life, but it still took you a while to get it out of your heart. You can walk away physically, but it's that mentally, emotionally part that you have to keep working for God to get it out. Because you'll act like you're still there. It's the elephant with the rope. They tied him to a big chain and a stake. When he was a baby, the elephant couldn't pull away, couldn't pull away. As the elephant got bigger, they switched out to a piece of stick and a little rope. Elephant can pull that any day. But once it felt it hit its leg, it would stop. Wouldn't give it any more effort. Because it was used to it controlling him. I don't know what it is. I don't know what, I don't know whatever your addiction is. Sometimes we think the addiction has to be something like, like a negative. So, so, I mean, it's all negative. But, but if it's just you trying to stop drinking soda, you know, and you're like, I'm struggling with that. It turns and God, let me help me surrender this. Because I don't want this thing to pull me down. Revelation 3.15 says this. I'd rather you be hot or cold. Yeah, I'm stealing your stuff. See, this is it. This is, this is, we love me. Like, right? Revelation 3.15 said, I'd rather be hot or cold, but if you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out. And sometimes people think lukewarm is a season. Lukewarm is disobedience. God has never called us to sit around and do nothing. Oh, I'm just going to stay. I'm just going to, you know. I'm going to put my hot over here and let the cold let me sit out for a while. It's not. God says you're free from that. You're free to move forward. God has called us to move forward. Matthew 6.33, seek first the kingdom of God, right? I think I shared this with you yesterday. <laughs> if we approach what is on God's list, he will provide what is on our list, right? Seek first the kingdom of God, everything else will be added. Let's, why don't we approach God about what's on his list? What do you have for me today, God? What have you freed for me to do? And he'll take care of your list, right? Let God write you a list. Joshua chapter 3, verse 5. Here's our champion's verse for the day, for the evening. Then Joshua told the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. That's a good one. God's going to do wonders among you. Uh, what, if, if it was hard for you as it was for me to get out of bed this morning, I'm believing for wonders. It was hard. There wasn't no running today. We didn't jog before and I staggered out of there straight to the kitchen. No warning. Jesus did more than just free us from the things of this world. He also freed us unto himself that we may walk in victory over the things in this world. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay. You guys bow, bow your heads.
buy, buy you his, buy you his. Miracle, if you'll go get the tray, it's in the cups back there, and stand there, because folks are going to need their juice to spring into action. Okay, as your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, Father, we just pray and, and thank you, Lord, for each and every person here in the sound of my voice. I thank you for the release and the freedom of God. If any area of their, our lives, of any of us, that we may have entered into a place and, and something died there, something died there that we haven't been able to, to, to be able to have in our lives since then, I, I just pray, Father, for uh, restoration and healing in that area of their life. Thank you, Lord God, that they are maybe it was, especially if it was relationship wise, and they've been holding that thing away because that is a part of it that hurts. And, and the people that they're around now needs that love, needs that compassion. I thank you, Father God, that that is being restored, that freedom to you, Lord God, is being restored to everyone that they come in contact with. That, Lord God, we thank you that no longer, whatever, if it was secretly or openly, bondage is being broken strongholds are being pulled down in the name of jesus that there's a healing there's a there's a peace to my mind and my body that i can go to god and know that i am free and who the son is set free I'm, I'm free indeed i'm free to unto god i'm not just running from stuff i know i'm running to a great god who has all of my freedom in place every part every plan every hope is in christ thank you lord jesus for receiving me that I can have hope in you, that I can believe in you, Lord God. I had nothing to believe in until I got to you, and I see my release to trust God. Father, I pray that we don't let anyone try to stop us from having our faith, stopping us from believing that our God is a miracle God today, right now, that I'm not going to let you steal my freedom from my belief. I believe that my God is able to do exceedingly abundantly, above all that I could even ask or think. And my God has got me. And Father, we receive it together. We walk in it. We believe it is done. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. Now, now again, whatever it may be, you're about to go get in traffic. You're free from that. You ain't got to act like they do. They cut you off. You got some praise the Lord. God loves you. God loves you. And there's driving trainings that you can go to. God loves you for that. And so uh, please be able to trust him. Yes. Just 